Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dream Leapers Inspiration. I'm your host, Harriet Cole. So very happy to be with you today. It's been a minute. We've not been together for about two weeks. We had a holiday and then I was traveling. But I really feel it that we haven't been connected the way that we often are. So welcome back. I'm happy to reconnect with all of you uh, in the moment and for those who will tune in later, wherever you are, whatever time it is, welcome. I was thinking about what folks are going through right now. There's a whole lot going on. There are many, many, many people who are moving out and about more than ever. Uh, when I say more than ever, since the pandemic began and quarantine shut everybody inside or just about everybody that was more than a year and a half ago that we all went in the house and many of us didn't venture out except for to go to the grocery store occasionally to go to the doctor uh, really hardly at all and so now is the time of venturing out venturing out for those who are vaccinated uh, even without a mask it, it feels different, this unmasking of ourselves when we have been so very much protecting ourselves against this invisible um, illness that has taken more than 600,000 lives in the United States that has affected every family in one way or another. And now, because of the vaccination, there is the belief that we can be out and about with each other, perhaps without masks, and remain safe. That's an interesting thing to contemplate. And as I've been observing people and moving myself out and about in the world, I realize that there's a lot of there are many unsettling feelings about re-entry. There are questions about safety, about engagement, about just re-entering the world period because so, so many people have been uh, sequestered for so very long. And I've noticed that there's a lot of agitation, whether it is because of moving out into the world again, whether it is because of all of the changes that have occurred, many people's work lives have changed, uh, academic lives, and my daughter's a student, she's not gone to class for a year and a half. It's all been virtual. Many people are having that experience that going out and meeting people who you care about, who you've only seen on a screen, like you're looking at each other um, through this mechanism, when maybe you were just listening to each other, and now you get to be in each other's company. So there's a lot of agitation that I'm noticing, uh, trepidation, worry about what's next, what, what life upholds for us as we move into the future. And I realized that for many people, what there seems to be a lack of is peace. 
that the agitation is filling up all the spaces and pushing out the possibility of living in a peaceful manner. So I thought it would be good for us to explore what it means to choose peace. We, we learn that a goal in life is to have peace in our hearts, have peace in our beings, to be able to go through whatever the challenges are that we may experience in daily living, in the ups and downs of daily living, and somehow to still have peace. How? And if you ask yourself, do you feel that you're living in a peaceful way right now? You know, I have one of those watches that, that talks to me. And it'll tell me after an hour, stand up, time to stand. It will remind me to, if, if, I'm, if I'm in the pace of walking and working out on a regular basis, when I slow down, it tells me, you can do it, you can still do it. Keep up the good work. You know, a, a brisk walk around uh, outside will get you to your goal. But my watch doesn't say, do this and you'll have peace. Do that and, and you'll have peace. It, it reminds me to breathe. It says, uh, time to breathe. Choose to breathe. Take one deep breath. And it has a, a pretty flower that comes on and it grows uh, with the pace of the breath. All great things. I think it's wonderful. I love the reminder to breathe. One of my girlfriends told me she hates that reminder. I don't need this thing to tell me to breathe. I may not need it, but it's kind of nice to be reminded to do something that is so natural that we take for granted to breathe, to breathe deeply, to engage the life force through the breath. But it doesn't say do this to access peace. Maybe it means it. If you do your deep breathing and you're breathing connected to your soul, it can lead you to peace. I think it can. If you stand up and stretch every hour and really engage the fullness of your spirit, that may lead you to peace. But what is the app? What is the, the reminder that we could give ourselves to make that choice, to choose peace. I found a couple of interesting quotes I'd like to share with you right now about peace. I found two that are just amazing. One is from Ralph Waldo Emerson. It says, nobody can bring you peace but yourself. Now think about that. Nobody can bring you peace but yourself. That suggests a level of responsibility that many of us don't want to accept. You've heard me say, when you find yourself blaming others for something, pointing your finger, you did this to me, you did that to me, this isn't fair, this is just what happened, this isn't fair, blah, 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 blah. When you, when you find yourself pointing that finger, I say, Wrestle the finger around and point it at yourself. And ask yourself, self, what is my responsibility in this? What have I done to get myself here? What? What have I done to get myself into this position? 
Think about it. You are responsible for peace in your life. You are responsible for whatever happens in your life. But Ralph Waldo Emerson says, nobody can bring you peace but yourself. That's a powerful statement, powerful thing for you to consider, right? Nobody can bring you peace but yourself. You have to choose it. You have to access it. You have to cultivate it. You have to invite it to enter your being on a cellular level and to resonate within you. You have to make that choice. Now, how can you do that? So here's another quote that I think helps a little bit. It's from Lao Tzu. She says, if you are depressed, you are living in the past. If you're depressed, you're living in the past. If you are anxious, you're living in the future. If you are at peace, you are living in the present. And let me read that to you again. Lao Tzu says, if you are depressed, you are living in the past. You're, you're, you're holding on to something that happened already. If you are anxious, you got that the jitters inside. If you are anxious, you are living in the future. You're, you're, you're living ahead of yourself. You're not even there yet. If you are at peace, you are living in the present. So where's the lesson in this? The lesson is how can you in how can you choose peace? How can you live in peace? By choosing to be in the moment where you are. Be here now. Be present. Choose this moment. What can you do in this very moment where you are to engage peace? What can you do in this very moment to make your life as full and comfortable and easeful and scintillating with love? How can, what can you do to make that happen? By being present. Don't let your mind race ahead to what might happen. Don't let your mind get stuck on what did happen. But ask yourself, what is happening now? What is happening now and what can you do in this moment to be able to access that space of calm, that space of awareness where you can see your life, you can see what's going on around you. You have the ability to see the truth because you're being still. And by the way, peace doesn't mean, when I say still, I don't necessarily mean physically still. Sometimes it does mean that. But I don't want any of us to get the false impression that to live in peace, to choose peace, means that you have to be still, you have to sit in meditation all the time, that you have to be quiet. You can be filled with joy, laughing, singing. You can be running. You Peace does not mean that you are shut down. Peace means that you are engaged fully with your, with your own being. So if we go back to these quotes, let's look at these quotes again. The first one from Ralph Waldo Emerson says, nobody can bring you peace but yourself. So you have responsibility. It is up to you to take action 
to invite peace into your heart, into your, in, into your breath, into your being. And then Lao Tzu says, if you are depressed, you're living in the past. If you are anxious, you are living in the future. If you are at peace, you are living in the present. So the peacefulness means you're engaging the moment that you are in. There's power in that moment. There's the power of contemplation, the power of articulation of whatever is coming up for you, and the power of action in that moment. And when you are able to marry your thoughts, words, and deeds into one space so that they are in alignment, that is what I've learned will bring you peace. Whatever you're going through, if your thoughts match your understanding of what's going on and your decision about what action you're going to take, then you have peace because you're not at war with yourself. It might take a minute to get to that place. But choosing peace is an action, right? Choosing peace is not passive. It's not, okay, I choose that. I'm, I'm chilling now. I've chosen peace. No, it is an action. It is an ongoing action of engaging the present moment, engaging where you are, paying attention to what's going on in your world and choosing that which supports your intentions, your goals, your needs, your desires. Notice that the desires last. See, if you choose to engage your desires first, you could get yourself in a mess of trouble. You need to be responsible. Didn't didn't um, Ralph Waldo Emerson say that? The peace is, you can only give peace to yourself. You are responsible. And if you do something that's reckless, that's irresponsible. And you have to pay, usually, all of us. You do something that doesn't make sense, that isn't supportive of the life that you choose to live, you will pay. And you may not be able to engage peace as easy, as easily if you have done something, said something, lived something, it's taking you far off your course. So you have to bring yourself back. Choosing peace is active. It's constant. It's now Lao Tzu said if if you are depressed, you're living in the past. It true. And it doesn't mean that you you should choose to not be aware of your past. Living in the past is different from having awareness of the past. You do need to understand what life have you led, what have you done, what have you said, how have you lived. And in answer to those questions, are those things good? What you have done in the past, is it worth repeating? Or is it like, eh, not worth repeating? I'm not going to do that again because it doesn't support me. Think about it. You do want to be aware of your past. You don't want to dwell in your past. So the depressive state is when you, according to Lao Tzu, <clears throat> is when you're stuck there. You're living in the past. The anxious state is when you are 
attempting to live in the future and, and you have concerns about it, like, oh, what's about to happen? You can think about what could happen in the future so that in the present, you make choices that are best going to serve you. So you're not hanging out in the future where you can't be anyway, in your mind, wondering, hoping, uh, lamenting, being anxious. But you can think about if I take these actions right now, where is it going to lead me in the future? And so my actions now, in this moment, in the present, can have a direct impact on what happens in the future. So you're still in the present. You think about the future. You think about the past. As it relates to the past, what has worked, what hasn't worked. Where is alignment? Where is it not? In terms of the future, what can happen? You play out a scenario. What can happen if I stay on this course? What can happen if I change course? Those are thoughts that you have when you're looking perspective-wise at the past and at the future, but you don't dwell there. Where you need to be is in the present, in the here and now. What you need to do is think about what your thoughts, words, and deeds can do for you as you move forward. Choosing peace is choosing to pay attention to how you're living now, how you have lived, and how you want to live in the future. And then aligning yourself with that so that you can be happy, so that you can have an inner calm. Choosing peace is allowing that inner calm to fill you and to guide you. And it works. Now, how do you access that? This is why I'm a big believer in meditation. You do need to be still for a minute. As I said, choosing peace is not being still all day. But if you could sit and meditate for a few minutes, engage your breath, allow your being to be quiet so that you can listen to the voice inside and invite your being to choose peace. Invite your being to show you the wisdom within to show you your own wisdom. Because as I've been taught, that light of God dwells within each one of us. If God dwells within you as your core being. So if you're able to tap into the God in you, what will you learn? What will you discover about yourself that can lead you to a greater sense of peace? What happens for me is that I, I often actually uh, get very clear messages about what I should be doing when I meditate. Uh, sometimes an image will pop into my awareness uh, of a task that I'm supposed to complete. Sometimes something I have forgotten about. As you know, I'm a big believer in lists. And if I don't write it down, I often don't remember. In my meditation, something may pop up and go, oh, that, I need to do that. Sometimes a person will come into my awareness and 
someone I may not have thought about in a long time. And I make it my business to follow up and check in with that person. Sometimes a, an emotion comes up, something that I need to look at, with a, a scenario attached to some strong emotion. And then I have to look at it and go, okay, what am I supposed to learn from this? Sometimes what comes up is very difficult to look at. It doesn't feel peaceful at all. But when I choose to look at it and examine it and see what am I supposed to learn from this, if I allow myself the focus to look at and learn from whatever comes up for me, then I can get on the other side of it, to the other side of it, where peace resides. But sometimes you have to go through something difficult in order to get to that space. So choosing peace is an action. It is something that is ongoingly active. It is not one and done. Okay, I chose peace today, so I'm, I'm good. In challenging moments, you can still choose peace. In <clears throat> difficult moments, when you're just not quite sure how to get on the other side of something, you can choose peace. Choose to trust the voice inside. Go inside, listen, so that you can figure out, what am I supposed to be doing now? How can I handle this? Rather than being reactive, be still, access the voice within, listen to the wisdom of your own being, and then take action appropriately. When we are reactive, when we have those knee-jerk reactions to, <clears throat> to the to the difficulties of our lives, it usually blows up in our face. You know, somebody says something rude or mean, and you're quick to snap. What happens? It just usually gets worse. If someone annoys you and you have a short fuse in that moment and you snap, the annoyance grows. It doesn't go away. It doesn't dissipate. So rather than being quick to react when something uncomfortable happens, take a breath. Be still. Assess, what should I do in this situation? What's the better thing for me to do? How can you access compassion for yourself and others when you really don't feel like it? When, you're, when you are annoyed, when you're tired, when there's some kind of friction and you just have had enough, how can you access compassion then? How can you choose peace for that moment? Because see, I'm just talking about choosing peace for yourself. But what happens when we expand it out? You choose peace for others. You choose peace for the engagements that you are involved in. You choose peace for others who you're not even involved in. You, you offer blessings for, for a peaceful exchange. But when it is you who's engaged with others and you are feeling uninterested in being compassionate, thoughtful, kind. When you want to react, breathe and choose compassion anyway. Breathe and choose peace. Tell yourself you're going to find a way to 
ignite peace in this moment. It's amazing. It's an amazing thing for you to do. And it works. It can work time and again. It doesn't mean you're giving in to a negative situation. It doesn't mean that you are letting somebody win. It doesn't mean that. It means that you are choosing a powerful outcome that is positive. Okay, <laughs> that was amazing. Are you all still here? Oh my gosh, um, you never know what's gonna happen. My computer shut down, but I still chose peace. Wow, I was talking, I was thinking, being with you guys, and then everything shut off. So thank you for staying with me, those of you who did. Um, wow, so there's proof in these moments that we cannot control. <laughs> yeah, I see, yes, Pinks is still here. Deb, uh, Deborah Sutton is still here. Good, some of you are still here. Thank you for sticking in. Strange, but let's use this as an example. Things happen. What do you do? Do you go into a panic? A panic isn't gonna help anything. I didn't go into a panic. I saw suddenly my computer went out. It turned out that um, it wasn't plugged in, something that I generally pay close attention to before I start a broadcast. Um, I plugged it back in and came back, and, and thank goodness my assistant still had us engaged. Peace. Choose peace no matter what, you guys. Stay connected by choosing peace. You know, things happen for a reason. Why did that happen? Why did we get disconnected? And why did so many of you stay anyway? because you felt connected even when the, the uh, internet took us away from each other. Choose peace. Recognize the power in peace. It's real. How you react to what is happening in your life means everything. It truly does. How you react to whatever occurs, how, what actions you take when Life is happening. That's all you have. How you're going to be in the moment. How do you choose to be in the moment? Seku says this is a great example of choosing peace. Yeah. 
I was like, okay, I'm not going to panic. I'm going to get reconnected. Thank goodness the electricity worked immediately. But what happens in your life if, you know, there's a disconnect, if there's pain, if what happens when you make a mistake and you feel really bad about it? How can you choose peace when there's something intensely turning and stirring within you? This is life. It happens. No matter how great of a person you are, it happens. Things happen. We do and say things that don't always serve us best. Things happen to us. And, and we have to pivot. How can you stay calm and engaged in those moments? That's what we're talking about. Look, when life is happy and good and, and you feel the sunshine on your skin, you don't even notice the negative things. You don't notice the difficulties. So all of this work, in a sense, is for the challenging times. Not for the sunny days, not for the days when just everything seems to be going great. It's for those times when it isn't feeling like it's going great. When you're not sure. In those moments, still choose peace. When, when you choose peace, you are also engaging your calm. Going back to what just happened here. If I had panicked, then I could, a few things could have happened. I could have just given up. Oh, well, I lost them. I could have, I could have panicked and not thought of the obvious. Why did my computer turn off? Is my computer broken? Oh, no, my computer's broken. Spiraling down that rather than, is it plugged in? Did I possibly not plug in my computer? How did I do that? I plugged it back in. When you're calm, you can much more easily go to the practical. What does this moment call for, right? So what did, remember, what did Ralph Waldo Emerson say? I'm gonna find it again right now. He says, and, and it's gone on here, but he said that only we can choose peace for ourselves. That's not the quote exactly. He says only if we are responsible we are responsible for the peace in our being, in our lives. It's our responsibility, nobody else's. So in a moment that could feel like a panic, choose peace instead. Be practical. Isn't it funny that peace can also fit into that space of practicality? What does this moment call for? It's not usually some big, bold, crazy, fantastical thing. It's usually something that's very simple. What does this moment call for? In your life, what does this moment call for? What, practically speaking, do you need to do now to engage peace? Think about it. What in this moment will align you with this moment in your life so that when we part, you continue to actively choose peace. What? What should you be doing? Think about it. And then do it. Do that thing. 
like, like Sekou's um, uh, movement doing. Go forth and do whatever it is that you know that your heart tells you will help you to engage peace. I really want you to think very, very, in a very focused manner about this because it's not in the ether. This is not something that uh, is particularly spiritual in the sense of, oh, you know, what is my heart going to tell me to do? Don't think like that. It is practical. What do you need to do in this moment in order to engage peace? Now remember, I said breathe. Engage your breath. It helps you. It helps you to be grounded. Think about what you have to do today. What's on your list? What do you have to do today? And can you do that? What do you need to do in order to clear the path so that you can do what's on your list? Because sometimes we make the list and every day we see these same things on the list that we didn't do because we let something stand in the way. When that's the case, that's when it's hard to access peace because you see that thing, it's, it gets to be a burden. It gets to be um, something that makes you feel not so good about yourself because you didn't accomplish it. So how can you clear the path so that you can do what you need to do today, now? This will help you to enjoy peace throughout your day. You choose it now. Choose to pay attention to what you have told yourself you're going to do. Align your day so that you can accomplish whatever those things are. And then start doing it. Choose the practical ways that you can make these things happen. It's worth it. I hope you'll do it. It's so great to be with you all. Thank you. Thank you for sticking in, even when we got disconnected for a minute. I appreciate you so very much. It means a lot to me to come together with you to explore how we can inspire ourselves and each other. It means a lot. I, I feel that, you know, human contact is so very important. We were separated from physical contact for so long, but one of the blessings of this crazy period is that technology has been able to make it so that we can have contact, even if it is virtual. I appreciate being able to connect with you in this way, and I hope that you will take this inspiration and go forth and choose peace and feel how, how it makes you feel inside of your body, in your mind. I hope that it will fortify you, bring you joy and happiness because that's what we all deserve. So until next time, have a great day and make it count. Namaste.